Welcome to episode 369 of the Overlook Hour. Couldn't help it. What are you going to do? I'm your host, Clark Little Long. Me, as always, Russell John the Fisherman, Randy Stat, Oksana Valerina Osachi. And from last week, he stayed an entire two extra days. Thank you so much for doing that. It's Terrell Trotty. Hey, Mambu Hey. Mambu Hey. We just learned uh, during break that that means long live and cheers. And cheers. Cheers. Mambu Hey. Mambu Hey. Mabu, hey, Randy. Hey. Uh, Mabu, hey. See? There half, you go. Oh, I love asked. Randy. This he is half great. Asked it. He said it, though. Yeah, he really struggled on that Mambu. Mambu. Struggled I on I thought it was just Mabu, like M-A-B-U. It, yeah, Mabu, hey. It possibly is, yes. It's but Magu. He's got his Papa New Giggy, and I got my thing. Papa oh New Gooey. Papa <laughs> New Gooey. I learned something new on this podcast, you guys. You learn every week. Yeah. Every time I'm here. We're I happy to help you. I know. Thank you. To grow you Such and a nurture knowledgeable, you. knowledgeable uh, podcast to be on. I know. And I do you understand <laughs> that I have gotten hate mail from people saying that I'm too mean to you? You are. No, how you am I mean? You a mess. How am I mean to you? Am I only that, mean to am I only to mean episode, to you on this on the microphone? Yes, listen to that episode. Oh yeah, in real life, you don't talk to me. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> it's very true. But um Do you not do you not understand that you're standoffish as well? Uh, I stand offish. I'm very welcoming when I, you enter a room. I speak. Mm, mm, if something throws you off, you get really standoffish. Oh yeah, but you don't know me enough to know that. I know you plenty. Anyways, I'm, I'm watching. Yeah, no, that's good. You got to be observant. You got to observe people. But I do. Yeah, I will get standoffish because, girl, if I got nothing nice to say, mama taught me not to say anything at all. Also, but you understand, I see you more than most people I actually like in my life. Really? Oh, see. I'm a Virgo. I'm between the lines. <laughs> y'all caught that too? Mabu, hey, let's get this going, y'all. <laughs> Here's the thing. No, Tara, I see you all the time. Okay. <laughs> Troy, you have to know I I love you. Thank you. You had nothing but respect <laughs> your, for you. Your lips tremble. That's I say <laughs> I say nice things about you As to Russell. You do. He don't tell me nothing nice that you be saying. That's Why would I do purpose. that? I don't need you all teaming up. Oh really? Yeah. Then you start calling me ashy and shit. No, that was that's a callback to last. <laughs> week. See, we bonded over that. Funny that though. That was funny. I love that. Was even though thing. even though that was a couple days ago, I still have the same shirt on. <laughs> Which has Ash Ketchum. That's happened many times. <laughs> Don't say that. I'd I, I be recycling clothing. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Randy Michael. Yes, sir. What's good? Do you, uh, do you see a lot of movies this week? I, I feel like I didn't. I did not see a lot. I, uh, I don't know. I just uh, I went out on Tuesday night to go see a show, and then uh, I just kind of... Just watched uh, TV most of the nights when I got home from work, but... What was the show? Oh, you know, I'm just still just finishing uh, being 10 years late on Impractical Jokers. Mama, <laughs> I love, I love that right. Wait, hold on. All in. Let me take a guess. He watched Impractical Jokers, the brand uh-huh. new Game of Thrones show. Oh, yes, I did too. And She-Hulk. I did too. Oh, not the episode. Of course. Two. 
<laughs> you, Terrell, you she hulked it? I did. I watched the first one, but How's it was it weird. I didn't like how the bitch was like got short hair, and then she gets the gamma rays and stuff on yeah. her body. She got this long floy CGI blowout. So I'm confused. <laughs> I like <laughs> she looks so bad. Marvel and Disney got all this money, they're making her look like Shrek. Shrek looked better than this bitch. Here's the thing. I like that actor though. Me too. She's she, from the Black Swan movie. What I mean, Black uh, uh, Orphan Black. There you go. That's yeah, a great show. That, Y'all ain't seen it. Go check that out. Also, Maslani? Yes. Yes. Oh, she's, you know yeah. well, she's, she's cool. Cause uh, you know, and and Randy knows. Randy knows what I'm about to say. Cause she's in on uh, comedy Bang Bang. She yeah. runs with the improv that? crowd. That's a comedy thing. Oh, okay, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's a podcast? She's on a comedy podcast, and they had a TV show. Uh, pay no heed. Oh, yeah. 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 So are you going to watch She-Hulk because she's a comedy bang-banger? No. It looked, no. <laughs> no. I just... Me neither. No. You said me neither. <laughs> no. Look, again, here's my thing, dude. Like, you know, it's art and commerce. It's yeah. an interesting dance, you know? And uh, I'm never going to watch Marvel again. I know you said Marvel. No, no, no. I'm, ne- I'm never going to blame someone for getting a paycheck. Yeah, you know I what it. I mean? It's Marvel. She got a good, nice golden that, paycheck. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Something's got to give for that putting that garbage out there in the oh, universe. No. <laughs> What's the last Marvel movie you watched? Doctor Strange, I think he said. Probably Gray Dr. Man? Doctor <laughs> Sh- Are you guys going to watch Thor? Thor's uh, coming out September 8th on Disney+. Plus. Uh, if you came no. over and you're like, dude, let's watch Love and Thunder, I'd be like, all right. You got to see Natalie Portman as the Thor. Uh, Randy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably not going to watch it, <laughs> dude. Again, like the Marvel, the Marvel. Sh- I really couldn't c- care less on that shit. But yep. the only reason why we saw Doctor Strange yeah. is because of Raimi. It was great, I and they were it. like, and of course, you know, Bruce Campbell's going to show up, and it's like, all right, I can stomach. Um, also, going back to comedy, Bang Bang, Paul F. Tompkins does a brilliant version of. Uh, Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. He's just basically making fun of his over-dramatized American accent mm-hmm. where he enunciates every consonant and vowel. Yeah. And he just breaks it down beautifully. It's great. Um, Because when you... Dude, like, his Doctor Strange is... I, I already missed that Blu-ray release, huh? You did, but they still have it. But that, but that movie was so rainy. That was the thing. That was the only thing that brought me in, and that was what a lot of Marvel people were saying. So why they didn't like it is because of how not Marvelly it was. I'm like, that's the only reason why I'm here, yeah. and that is the only reason why. I not only stomached, but enjoyed that movie. You cracked me up, though, in the podcast you're talking about. Oh, the part that got me was the part when the two moms came and then the little things. She screamed and then they got ripped out into the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were talking about how you hated that part or something. Oh, I was. You were. Oh, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. I listened to y'all podcast. The Latin girl named America with her two moms and yeah. she gets sucked into the black hole. And she would jump in borders and shit. That's a racist-ass <laughs> movie. Oh, God. <laughs> but, Wait. Now, did it get a steelbook release? It did. Remember, I, oh you, you watched God, Blu-ray you Tuesday. Did. You were yeah. in the room when I talked about it. I was hoping it. it was a fever dream. I've been having weird dreams. I had a dream Uh-oh. last Mark, night Martin oh, Luther King. that we, uh, yeah, Martin, Lu- <laughs> uh, Martin Luther King hated culture. And we could get into that later. He, nope, we're not. No, I don't hated, want to talk uh, about any of that. <laughs> Girl, we're not. That's, <laughs> he did not like jazz music. All right. I'm, okay. Um, what? So, yeah, he, we could talk about it. I've been but really, he would have liked the Overlook Hour. He would have loved this show. Because we're good Christian boys here. That's right. Girl, you ain't Christian. Oh, what am I? You are a heathen. 
satanical <laughs> you wear a hat that says scary on it i know because you know the modern era where so many people are turning their back on god is quite terrifying yeah now what i was going to say is my dream Present i had a dream company. that we had a we had booked a guest and i was fielding the phone call but it was on an old cell phone like you know one of those like that you would have in your home mm-hmm. no, that's not even a cell phone it, it would the be brick wireless lock? phone oh yeah but i was in a movie the, theater the ones that would uh, make a ringtone similar to this <clears throat> oh, okay oh no <laughs> <laughs> Drill answer. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I wish you guys could have visually seen what I just saw. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my. Get my phone. Like Black Phillip, dude. Oh my God. Did you record it? No. Oh, you, come on. <laughs> This My is so God. bad. It's hard, it's hard to do. I mean, you did a good job. Your throat hurt. It sounds like a goat. Speaking of goats, no, my, my, my goats, my goats more of a. Oh, oh my God! I haven't done the goat twenty years. Oh, we would do it <laughs> twenty years. That's a weird thing to say. In high school, we would do this all the time, just in the middle of a task. Go, oh. <laughs> okay, you're freaking Terrell out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you come. (laughs) (laughs) We would just make those noise randomly. Dude, he can't remember. It's been so long. Anyway, in my dream. What are you talking about? I come all the time. (laughs) In my dream. I was answering a wireless phone. Okay. In the middle of a theater. And I had a guest on who was very angry because I hadn't done my homework. And I was really not selling it. And uh, they were upset. And I was in the, it felt like I was in the middle of the Alamo on the phone trying to conduct an interview for this show, but I, I wouldn't just leave the room and I don't, dude, I woke up and I, I had one of those moments where I'm like, wait, that was a dream. Thank God. Oh, you know what I mean? Where you just happy. Yeah, dude, you it's it was so real? stupid. What do you think that means? That what? He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to dissect his nightmare. His memory. His memory was erased by becoming a goat for that 15 minutes. He became a phone too. Oh. Anyway, uh, Randy, did you start talking about a film? I feel like yeah, you cut him off. Are we deep ready. in a tangent right now? I can't tell. He was ready. I'll get into it before I get in. Get super deep into the uh, movie talk. I got to tell you a story that correlates with the movie talk. Oh, so exciting! It's it, there's really no payoff, but I, I I did something that I'm not a, happy to admit that I did. Oh no! Uh-oh. Wait, felony. On Friday. So I've been going to the AMC a lot lately because I signed up for Stubbs A-List and it's probably the closest theater to me now. Congratulations. And I know their parking situation is really good. There's a garage like literally 10 feet away from the front door and it's like hardly ever full when I go. And I knew it was going to take me like 11 minutes to get there. Not very long. They validate? They don't. It's free parking. Oh, my man. Um... So, you know, I've been getting, I've been getting comfortable. I've been like fucking with the time that I'm leaving the house a little bit, you know, pulling a little Russell. I, I look at my, my phone, the AMC stubs. Why are, are you masturbating? <laughs> I almost choked on my beard. Randy, you could, you could tug me anytime. Also, that's Oksana's fault. Let's be clear. That was you late, girl. Well, uh, what I'm saying is I'm getting into it a little bit. And Friday, oh. uh, I looked at my app after work. 
I knew it wasn't too trafficy yet, and I saw that a showtime of the new George Miller film just started. And I bought a ticket on my app, put my shoes on, and I left. I got a hot dog, sat down, and uh, it was movie time. I didn't miss anything, so... Clark said I'm playing with fire. I let him know, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Congratulations, Randy. Yeah, it was about 23 minutes, I think, yeah, of trailers. Well, it's like 20, and then you got the Nicole Kidman thing up front. Was she thanking you for going to the theater? Yeah, and telling you how a heartbreak feels good in a place like that. <laughs> I mean, look, in a normal setting, yes, what Randy's doing is playing with fire. I want to be very clear because there are some factors that you have to take into account, um, you know, but this man is a well-seasoned veteran, okay? He accounts for those things. He has a mental presence. He has a mental fortitude to be able to deal with these extenuating circumstances in a millisecond. That is why Randy is prompt. That's why Randy is on time. So I say to the two of you, it's possible. <laughs> if you have a spirit and a will and a want to, the world is out there <laughs> <laughs> for you. <laughs> so that leads me to uh, the director of films such as Happy Feet, Babe, Pig in the City, and all four Mad Max films. Uh, George Miller's new film, 3,000 Years of Longing, with uh, Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. Yay! Um, for well, me, earlier today, I, you called him Idris. Did you have a stroke or what? Yeah, I'm, I have a hard time talking in general, so I, I just called him Idris there. Okay. Idris Elba. And this is the uh, two weeks back to back where I saw Idris Elba movies, Idris Elba movies, which are not very good. <laughs> so yeah, as uh, as mentioned, I think we talked about Jin in the in the most recent episode of the show. Love a Jin, Jin, I'm in. Jin for Idris the win. Plays a Jin, and uh, Tilda Swinton plays like a writer or scholar who's on a trip to Istanbul, and she uh, discovers a Jin. Uh, who offers her three wishes uh, in exchange for his freedom. And um, yeah, the, the jinn, uh, he is essentially, his form at first is in a uh, a little jar, and she's like at this market in Istanbul, she buys a jar, and then uh, the jinn appears. Uh, and he's it's a very huge Idris Elba, she's in like a hotel room, and he's like, his hand like fits like the whole room, and it's very CG and very goofy. And uh, yeah, Tilda Swinton's essentially like, uh, I'm not into this like three wishes bullshit. So she uh, she kind of doesn't, you know, have anything off the top of head that uh, she wants to wish for. And uh, yeah, he ends up and uh, tells three stories about his life and how he ended up where he ended up. And the whole thing is not a movie made for me. I should have known that going in. <laughs> so I read the synopsis recently and I remembered really wanting to see this for some reason, besides George Miller. The trailer plays a song by this band called Soons, this uh, like Canadian band that's like kind of post-punky, kind of electronic. And it's like super upbeat. And I was like, oh, wow, the tone of this movie looks like it might be kind of like interesting, even though I might not care for the visuals that are going. Uh, I'm uh, not proud to admit that that song does not actually end up even in the film or in the 
its opening or uh, closing credits. And the whole film is very, I don't know, just kind of was kind of, there's a lot of like cool visual stuff going on. If you're into uh, CGI, like I said, CGI just kind of makes me sleepy. I can't get into it. Not really into fantasy. So yeah, this was a chore for me. I think it's like a little over two hours. Oh no, it's under two hours. It's 148. It gave me big um, Cloud Atlas vibes, and I do not mean that in a positive way. Hey, uh, okay, so this movie is shockingly rated R, and it says yeah. there's graphic nudity. Uh, what are we looking at here? We got Elba Dick. No, I'm trying to remember what the nudity was. Uh, oh, I- there's like a bathhouse situation, like back in, I don't know, some early times, and there's a lot of... Um, very uh, naked or- people that are uh, that have a lot of extra weight. No, oh, okay. it's kind of like the uh, the beginning of Nocturnal Animals. Oh hell oh, I like yeah! That movie. There's a lot of that in a couple scenes, so that's okay. probably where it came from. I love a naked so now, fatty. Here, here's a little inside uh, scoop for y'all. You're going to be very interested. So the Satanic Church is real. And yes. uh, you, you wouldn't think it, but it's run and uh, occupied by a ton of dorks. Now, they like to uh, make Ask the Penny Lane about that. Exactly. Now, the thing is, they also have satanic orgies. This is real. Or yeah, it's real. Story? Yeah. And uh, the people that attend it are usually very, um, uh, you know, it's like imagine you took everybody out of Walmart and got them naked and put them in a room. Ew. Yeah. It's not. It's not romantic. It is not eyes wide shut up in there. So it's almost like when we went to Sinister Creature Con. <laughs> <laughs> if you imagine all them naked, you remember that? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, Clark had the quote of the night. I believe yeah, what did you? I can't remember what it was. Unfuckable trolls. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you just put them in a pile. Then it's like about a, a lot of bodies, and you just find a hole, and you know. Two points. But see, that's the thing. Like, those are the people having orgies. Yeah, they don't care, man. Have you ever been in an orgy? No. No, <laughs> I ain't got time for that. I'm the main attraction, bitch. I ain't got time to be the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I <Damn>. love... <laughs> Period. I love how narcissism plays <laughs> the biggest part in, in whether or not to have an orgy. <laughs> hey, you just I honest. love it. That's great. <laughs> no, it's I, that's perfect. Oh man! All right. So, what what did you give this on the old letterbox? What did I give it a two and a half, maybe something like that? Yeah, I think so. Jinx! I don't, man. I was looking forward to this. So th- this doesn't have like you know the kinetic energy like we had in uh, you know Mad Max Fury Road. Definitely not. No, but I'm hoping that George Miller will be back with either a uh, this apparently untitled Mad Max project or. Furiosa in 2024. So that'll be the, uh, the George Miller that I, that, that will actually work for me. Why can't we have an Immortan Joe spinoff? Dude, he was awesome. Write it up. I don't know. I kind of want to watch this movie just to see Idris Elba with, uh, elf ears. Yeah, it does look cool. Yeah. It's pretty it, goofy. It looks very funny. Dude. He goes cat. He goes elf. <laughs> Idris Elba's <laughs> out there, dude. Yeah, hashtag put the buttholes back. Stringer, Stringer's committed, dude. You know, when we went to watch Cats, we had such a good time. And uh, somebody in the room was like, I ain't going to see that movie. And then thanks to the patron St. Andy over here, you did watch Cats. I sure did. 
And What'd you, you think? loved it. Huh? I did. Okay, thank <laughs> and I wish I was like lushed up like you were or doped up. What was you on? The I don't weed, know. Lushed up and doped up. You know what I mean? That movie was weird as fuck. They look so weird in the catnip scene with Miss Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love me some Jay Hush. She could sing. And but old ass cat- Judy Dench. Yes. And they look so creepy. And also. I liked it though. Remember the cats? It was great. <laughs> Eat your Selbas. I mean, he's a villain. Yeah. Oh, I want to watch that again. We should watch it all we together. We should do it, yeah. yeah. Oksana, are you ready for catnip? Always. <laughs> and who played the cat that everybody wanted to fuck? Which one? I kind of was attracted to all of them. Ew. <laughs> you went to uh, Furby Life? What is it called? For, Furby Life. Where people like you to dress it. up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was only attracted to the James Corden one. Dude. Which one? The fat one? Oh, it's my favorite. James, don't ever the fat one that say positive things about James Corden. On no, because he's funny. All right, he thinks he can sing. <laughs> Thanks, Rel. Thanks for having you. Uh, see you next week. Bye. James Corden's terrible. You think so? Yeah, America thinks he was so. Fun. America, why? Well, he was so he's so famous, and he like a hostess. I'll, sh- I'll show you some stuff. Yeah, yeah he's some, a hostess. But people he had that drive macaroni car. grill. He was singing with Britney, Adele, and Nikki, and all these bitches. That's why I hate him. You think oh, you can download the version before they check out the buttholes? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so y- curious. You want to see the booties? You want to start watching porn? <laughs> yeah, people are into that. That's probably why I took them out. I'm just wondering if it, if it still lives on the internet. Have you ever seen the videos of cats that get in the litter box, but not all the way, and no. then they poop? Ew. It shoots out like a gun. <laughs> it does? Like, yeah. Like little pellets? <laughs> like a torpedo. That's nasty. You watch. Uh, she sh- she shows me all these weird cat videos. Uh, I never. I've never she shown her, you one of those. And now it's turning a cat poop video. <laughs> why are you showing cat shit videos? Oh Oxy? God! What is YMH so, Dundee on? All right. I didn't know people posted those. When you go on Instagram, you go follow a channel, <laughs> Dark Web Cat Videos, and you can see cats pooping. <laughs> Anybody want to see that? That's all right. Uh, send Randy the onion link. Okay. Hey, well. <laughs> all right, Randy. Three thousand years of uh, boring. You said correct. Yeah. All right. I, that's a shame. I are you, are you guys going to see this? No, I, I'm semi interested. I would this. go if like Charles like I want to see Idris Elba with elf ears. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> but honestly, it looks like if we all went, we'd probably have fun. Yeah. Randy just doesn't know how to laugh. Yeah. Or cry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we got to update his software so you get a couple emotions in there. All right. Uh, also, Randy. You were right. That tr- that dude. That's a good trailer, and uh, that's a good song. Yeah, so. yeah, very kinetic. And there was no uh, kineticism in the actual movie. Yeah, there you go. You did it, Professor. All right. Uh, what After else you that, I almost saw a second movie at AMC that was about to start, but I didn't. I wasn't that excited for it. It was like seeing two bad movies on a Friday night in a row. I'm just going to go home and try to find something something better, you know? Because um, the Friday so, night, Randy, as we all know, is sacred to you. Oh, yeah. You know, I was up. I watched two movies, and I was in bed by, like, 9 p.m. <laughs> see, see, no. no it's a, Terrell, you need to know this, is that when Randy, God, when Randy goes out, when Randy goes out on a Friday night, oh, he has God. himself three or four Saturday nights. <laughs> all right? That's what kind of guy Randy is. And he didn't want to have back-to-back weeks of suck-ass movies. So what was the what was the antidote here, Randy? So the uh, the good movie I watched this week is a movie that just came out on VOD, I think, on Friday. Uh, directed by Owen Klein. 
Oh, yeah. Um, it is called Funny Pages. And it is about this kid named Robert who is like a high school kid. Uh, I think he's like 18, 19, something like that. Living in New Jersey with his parents. Randy, who, who 19 in high school? He must be. I think they mentioned he's 18, at least. So I think okay, he's 18. Yeah, but if you're 19 in high school, something's up. That's yeah. true. I was 18 for most of my senior year in high school. As was I. I got a late birthday because I'm dumb. But I'm just Same. saying, like, 19. True that. Um, so, essentially, oh, he right. is a... Uh, he, he draws comics, cartoons that are very raunchy. Um, and he essentially decides that he kind of just wants to get a GED and drop out of school and uh, become a cartoonist or a comic book writer, whatever you want to call it. Um, so... He gets this place in a very sweaty basement in New Jersey for like $300. And uh, the guy there who he is paying is essentially like, you can't let anyone know that you live here. And it's very sketchy. It's very sweaty. They're like right next to like the water heater and he has to like turn it off so it like gets cooler in there. And he gets to the room that he's apparently renting out and there's another guy there. So he's like, oh, he's leaving today? And he's like... No, he he also lives here, but you guys will figure it out. So he gets this very sketchy, like, apartment in New Jersey just to kind of get away from his parents, and he wants to, I don't know, he, just like a, he's just like a bratty, bratty kid, punk kid that, like, draws, draws comics. And uh, a lot of the movie takes place in a comic book store, and uh, eventually he meets this very odd, very unique character, a lot of really oddball characters in this movie. And uh, he meets this guy that, he eventually finds out that he used to work as like a colorist or something or like a color separator for some old comic book company that he was a very big like fan of. So he tries to like befriend him and try to like see if he wants to like be his mentor or whatever, try to pick up some information from him. And uh, things don't go as planned. And uh, the whole movie, so I didn't know anything about this really going in. I knew that it, I think A24 is dis distributing it. But uh, there's really, like, I haven't seen any ads or anything for it. So I think they're just a distributor, not a, like, producer on it. But um, afterwards, I found out that Owen Klein is Kevin Klein's son. What? Apparently, yeah. So Christian texted me this. And apparently he was also in The Squid and the Whale oh, when he was much younger. I don't like um, And it's also <laughs> produced by... Uh, the Safdie Brothers, and it is shot by Sean Price Williams, who does a lot of the Safdie Brothers and a lot of like independent uh, New York movies. Uh, I think he shoots on film, like maybe not primarily, but a lot of the times. And I believe this was shot on probably like 35 or 16 or something. It looks, looked beautiful. Looks great. I didn't know what decade the movie took place in at first. Yeah. Because it has a very like 70s, 80s kind of aesthetic. Everything is like, it's kind of like a green haze or like a blue haze. I love it. Like kind of depending on where they are. It's like cinematography. Yeah. It looks, looks beautiful. And um, yeah, if you like, like early Safdie bros stuff, um, this is very similar to their sort of like mode of filmmaking back then. It feels very independent. A lot of like super interesting characters, like everyone in this movie, there's only one actor I recognize, which was his mom. I don't remember what I recognize her from, but she has a familiar face. The dad, too. Was he from? He's in a bunch of stuff, dude. He's been around. He's, but, uh, he's yeah, I, a tricycle. Okay. 
but yeah, I, uh, it, and it gets to a very stressful place. Uh, also kind of like, you know, Sabdi brothers movies. Um, yeah, I went from, uh, seeing probably, you know, a huge budget movie, uh, 3000 years of longing to a, I'm assuming very, very low budget movie. Um, and I love this compared to, uh, the other movie I watched this week. All right. I also saw this. Uh, what Randy speaks is true. This is great. It, it felt like um, a little go- ghost worldy, but not as punchy. Uh, yeah. But aesthetically, kind of, you know, that Terry Zweigolf sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, which I love. And um, the whole movie is set up at the beginning of his whole teacher situation and my goodness uh beautiful how that all that played out but you know the beginning tells the end of the movie and they just say you know he says you know he's working on his art and he's just like it's all about subversion there you go and we learn that at the end as well so uh man really really strong really good um but you know like randy said uh, ind- it's very independent. So sometimes that is code word for possibly a little challenging for some viewers. Uh, could be considered as boring in some pockets. But it's it's all a beautiful construct. Um, I, 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 I liked it a lot. Oh, good. Main, kid, main kid's great. Um, his friend that looks like Blake Anderson from Workaholics, but with straight hair and a lot of acne, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in the movie is really good. It's like, they're definitely like very big sort of oddball characters, but the movie itself doesn't feel like Wes Anderson quirky. It feels like, it feels like it's based in reality, but in a very like weird town in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know. It was great. Yeah. You know, uh, American Splendor. The yeah. uh, uh, Harvey P. Carr situation. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I expect this to be... Uh, I, I thought this was going to be a little American Splendor-y, and it was much grosser and grimier in uh, in some some scenes. Yeah. So where is this? Is this a movie that's in a the theater? Or you said it was on what again? I'm sorry. I missed it. Uh, you can rent it online okay. or buy it. Um, Got it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's playing anywhere around here. I wouldn't be surprised if it's playing in... San Francisco, probably at like Opera Plaza or something. Okay. But guess what? Yes. It's an A24 release. I saw. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. It's showing at the Alamo. Oh, is oh, it? Nice. Mm-hmm. And the Great Grand Lake Theater, which is in Oakland. Oh, dang. Okay. I would go see it again at the Alamo. Also, Kevin Klein does the voice of Mr. Fish Odor in Bob's Burgers. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> He does. I I didn't see that movie. Me neither. I want to. Oxana, did you see it? She yeah, didn't watch Bob's Burger. Oh yes, she did at Lori's birthday party. Yeah, Russell's mom's birthday. Because she watches the show. She loves, she loves um Bob's Burgers. The I mom. I forgot her name. Uh, Randy. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Um, I I don't really have a whole lot. You know, we talked about the the Manti Teal situation. Um, so briefly, I'll just mention that, uh, you know, look, I got a lot of blind spots, uh, in my life and in my, um, 
movie canon, as it were, my discography, my collection, as uh, Kevin O'Leary would say from Star, Star, wait, what's it called? Shark Tank. I want to say Star Tank. Why did I want to say Star Tank, Russell? It's Shark Tank. Because you smoked four joints today? He's hot. <laughs> First of all, you're drunk, you alcoholic. I ain't drunk. I had one beer. You're loud. He had like half a beer. Uh, I'm not, I am loud. That's, 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 that's true. Yes, it's irrefutable. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and you're high, which is also irrefutable. No. Look, listen to me. So, a lot of blind spots. <laughs> Wanted to catch up on some things. So we finally saw Reanimator last weekend. Sunday. Oh, okay. When did I tell you about that? Sunday? Yeah. And I went back and did the whole Joe Bob thing because uh, why not? You know, sometimes I like, you know, taking a 90-minute movie and turning it 50 minutes longer. Because why not do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not wrong. But you like you like the Joe Bobs. I saw that one Joe Bob episode with Hellbender. Hell, yeah, yeah. Then we met them at Sinister Creature. I got my little trophy with them. So are you are you pro Joe Bob now? I mean, he's cool. I don't know if I. I don't know. You're not gonna watch it on Shutter, any? I I don't I don't know. It depends on the movie. Maybe you have Shutter. I, I do like Shutter. Mm, pay a little eight dollars a month. Oh yeah, you watched the uh, Glorious. Ugh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, it's not something I'd ever watch again. And it looks like straight to Walmart DVD. I don't know. It was okay. It had some fun moments. The Glorious and uh, the Glory Hall of all yeah. that all. They had the token black guy that came in to get his leg chopped off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was very, it was very, it was an experience for sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. Go, the uh, Joe Bob show is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I had fun watching it. I mean, it was very interesting. You had the little, uh, the little male girl that you you told me that she's a porn star, and I had no idea that that bitch was a porn star. She t- oh, anyway, she uh, remember when you told us on her way to Sinister Creature? Yeah, quick Google answer yeah. all <laughs> had, those questions. I had no idea, but yeah, when we saw her, she cracked me up wearing the same outfit. But just changed her hair. Do y'all remember that? I sent y'all, I sent y'all oh, yeah, pictures. you've been talking about it nonstop. Yeah, because I was shocked. This now, girl, you de- you this described her Instagram, hair as what what type of hair did she her have? Her Instagram it was freshly fucked hair. That's what it looked like. <laughs> and the next day she wore a wig because she knew it looked bad. And uh she wore a wig the next day? Yes, she did. And she wore the same blue dress with them same boots. I can't imagine I wigs like, traveling. Why did she well. do that? Did she have the same drawers? Or oh, maybe she didn't wear drawers. <laughs> but anyways what do you think do you think she does i don't know she needs to she she stank she did go to the bathroom too because when we were waiting in line she did go to that bathroom so i hope she had some draws i mean did you do anything else at sinister creature con other than stare at darcy the whole I time didn't stare at that. That well you just scouted the, the three hours of her bitch, movement. i went there for uh david howard thornton for uh terrifier people who mm-hmm. he recognized me the director damien leon he was like hey i've seen you before i said i was caught off guard <laughs> where are you seeing me right, don't and, don't pull your back picking up all these names off the floor continue <laughs> wait did i say his name wrong anyways no, no, no. he uh from terrifier he signed my blu-ray but he probably seen me on blu-ray tuesday the overlook i realized he follows the overlooks he probably saw my videos so um you know Family-friendly videos for the most part, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I met Art the Clown himself. He was super kind and very, very like up, upbeat for his little scrawny ass. But he was great too. And, Did you um, expect him to try to them. kill you? No, um, 
I would hope not. <laughs> and then I met Kevin Sagos from Nightmare on Elm Street, and I broke his hand. He screamed. Yeah. And then I met the other bitch from Dream Warriors, and she was in a rush to go. So it was very quick, quick, quick. She was counting her coin, and she left. It was an experience. So it was a lot more than that Darcy hoe. That was just the last, you know, the nail in the coffin. Then we yeah. left. Remember, we got the ice cream, those ices. Those were good. Yeah. And we left. Yeah. But no, I, I just, I don't know. I'm ready for Monster Palooza now. So Reanimator's great. Okay, shifting gears. <laughs> You yeah. got anything to say about it? I know. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> let's talk about the score. As that was an interesting thing that that Joe Bob brought up, is uh, that the score, uh, Randy was very. Uh, it received a lot of uh, negative reviews and a lot of uh, uh, hate because it was very B- Bernard Herman like. Who's that? Okay. He scored a lot of uh, Hitchcock stuff, like Psycho. That oh, cool. I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also the the composer of said film uh, is Charles Band's brother from Full Moon Pictures. Never heard of it. Very interesting. You never heard of Full Moon? <laughs> Randy, Full Moon. come on now. Randy's got all the evil bong Randy, movies. we talk yeah, about Charlie Band like every other week, dude. Ginger Deadman, his favorite franchise. Puppet Masters. <laughs> I know of that one. See? Haven't seen it. Yeah, Randy, you would not like anything they've ever put out. Although you might like Reanimator. It is a, I would say, technically good film. It's great. I technically probably saw it like a very long time ago because I remember my cousin being very into that movie. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember it. It's very Hitchcock. You'd be, you, could, you could fuck with it. There's a lot of nudity, though, and a lot of gore. Yeah. Uh, what's to say? You know, it's a classic. It's great. It's gooey. It's fun. Barbara Crampton. Yep. All the above. Yeah, Back in good. the day, Barbara Crampton, beautiful breast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was a wow. playmate. She was. Yeah. Her and Darcy. <laughs> Darcy, not so much. No, Darcy was. Hey, getting, Barbara. Yeah. Barbara can still get it. All right. No. <laughs> no. Way. Are you out? Girl, just earmuffs. That's I'm what just I do. listening. I'm, just don't visualize it. No, I'm trying not to. Barbara's a beautiful woman. She is. I like her a lot. Yeah. She's great. I love Barbara Crampton's. Yeah, half the things we go to that are horror related, she's, she's there. there. Yep. I've met her multiple times. You go to Monster Palooza, she's, she's there. there. You go Talking. to another hole in the head, she's, she's there. there. You go to the Amoeba Horror section, she's there. Hey, <laughs> the Chopping Mall fans show out. Yeah, she Hell signed yeah. my Blu-ray. <laughs> she did. All right. Um, but yeah, I had a good time. So Joe Bob ran through the score. Did he talk about anything else? Did he talk about Stuart Gordon? Oh yeah, he actually and he talked about the um, the play, the play as well. And um, yeah, said that he said he did say that he didn't think Stuart Gordon had any involvement with the play. But uh, based on our conversation that we had uh, with Skipper Graham, uh, who was the lead in said play, yeah, uh, that you know, there uh, Stuart Gordon had a pretty heavy involvement in said production. So yeah, what w- I'm saying is that cancel Joe Bob for disinformation. <laughs> Infowars.net. <laughs> I wonder if they have a fact checker on that show or if they just let him go because he knows so much. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't. That's a good question. I think you have to because he's a 65 year old white man. So not old enough to be our president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. At this juncture, I don't know if Biden has uh, well, fact checkers. I, I'm glad that you watched Who's watching The Watchmen? That's all we're saying, Dave. Exactly. Fantastic film. Thank you, Alan Moore. 
Did you have any more? Um, that was it. I watched some TV stuff and some weird documentary stuff. I, I keep going down rabbit holes that I don't care about. And uh, I, for no reason, I rewatched uh, The Wolf of Wall Street this week. Um, that's oh, yeah. a strange movie. Man. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. That's a good movie. It's weird. I've never seen it. It's Why weird. Did you, no interest. It is, it is three hours of hedonism. Yes. I mean, it is, it is exhaustingly electric. <laughs> I saw that movie in a theater with my mom. Oh wow! Is that a thing? <laughs> Does that make sense? It's just it's it's overstimulating. You saw it with your mother. Thank you. Yeah. I did. Yeah. The, the worst thing about it is that it was my second time seeing it. Randy, what oh the fuck God. is wrong with you? He just had a big old smile on his face. She was interested. I don't know. She. I don't. I didn't know she was a Scorsese head, but uh, Randy, you there know. are so many hookers in that movie. There are. Yeah. Again, just to remind everybody listening, Randy did recommend you take your uh, date at the time, who was a teacher, to a movie that opened with a school shooting. Yeah, for so real. Randy just, oh my he God. likes to live on the edge. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. But honestly, uh, yeah, that that relationship was doing from the get go. If it wasn't, if it was either the school shooting or the Alex Jones talk, like <laughs> there were so many red flags that I just powered through God, all of yeah. them. So many false flags. That's right. <laughs> See, that's what I thought. There you go. That's what I thought. All right. Joke was on me. All right. Terrell. Oh, I'm up. Um, cool. So <laughs> I don't know. I watched a lot of shows. I watched a lot of movies. They weren't all that great. But I guess I'll talk about one that I did see. You watch a lot of shows, you mix in a lot of TV with your film. Yeah, I'm trying to because I went for so long and so many shows that I want to see, haven't seen, and I haven't finished them. So can, I, I finished. Can, can you really talk about She Hulk, please? I'm curious. Why do you want me to talk about the bitch? Because I two just, minutes. I just want to know. I don't want to talk. I barely Okay, so the first episode is all I seen. So basically, it's her and her, and the, they they brought in the Hulk, and she's an attorney. So I don't like uh, at law. That's the subtitle of the show. And the bitch breaks the fourth wall multiple times. She looks at the camera, oh, and no. tells you, "This is how I became She Hulk." Oh, I hate and then it. it. Cuts to her in the car. You know, this Hulk, is what this is. And then they have this accident. Blood gets into her. She becomes She Hulk. And then they have this montage of them like one up on each other like oh i'm a girl i could do this better than you and they throw in shit uh-huh. they have all that and then it comes back to her doing like a something out of um a court yeah and then uh and then she looks at the camera and says oh this is how this happened and then it goes back to her at the hulk they have this moment that the internet went crazy for feminist shit i don't know <laughs> and um i didn't take it that way I mean, so what is what it is and then it uh she just you know just giving her trying to you know Show yeah. her in a good light, in a sense. And then it goes back to, mind you, it's only 25 minutes, 30 minutes of this episode. Oh, okay. And then it goes back to her back in the courtroom. The girl, the villain, is in there. She actually turns into a monster, too. And then she turns into her she-wolf self. She hope she will. What did I say? She will. <laughs> she hope self. And she, I don't like that she has the short curly hair and then she gets the long, like I said earlier. And then it looks weird to me because I don't think the Hulk gets longer hair when he turns to the Hulk. No. His pants just rip. He just gets big. She gets taller and then long. She looks stupid. Yeah, I know. Shrek looked better than her and Fiona looked way better than her. But that's why I'm so confused as to why Disney put all this money into this and they didn't make her look good. They can make her look like the remake for Pinocchio coming out. Pinocchio looked good in the live action world. Why can't this bitch look good? <laughs> Moving on. So she fights the villain. So everyone knows she's She-Hulk. She turns into it. She turns back human. She's like, okay, that's the end of it. She turns to the camera, talks to you, and it goes off. That's this episode. I can't do the fourth wall shit. Yep. And yeah. I'm so confused. Why are we doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Why, why are we going to break the fourth wall on She-Hulk? Comedy. But maybe well, because heard... we're trying to get away from the third right. 
So oh, I think season. So it's the fourth wall. The episode two I heard was better, but I haven't watched it yet. So are you going to continue it? Stay tuned. Yeah, because I have to. I didn't watch Miss Marvel though, and I am getting caught up on Moon Knight. Moon Knight. So the first three episodes. Ethan Hawke is a really good villain, y'all. You know Ethan Hawke. He's Sinister, an excellent. He's the an Black excellent. He's an excellent. Hella good. He's a villain in Moon Knight. You love Moon Knight. I, I just do. couldn't get into those three triple multiple personalities. Oh my goodness! But I'm getting used to it now because I'm learning. <laughs> Moon Knight has multiple personality disorder in a sense. He jumps into your body and you become Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Venom? <laughs> yes, because he talks and you hear like Venom. Oh, Ooh, no. I didn't think of that. So good. I like Venom. That was a good movie. Stay tuned. Uh, watch it. Sony Pictures. Anyway, so She Hulk, I will continue. Yes. But that's not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I had, I'm All just right. so curious. I've been no, talking I needed you it. to talk for an X amount of time and you hit that with She Hulk. Oh. Let's talk about your movie. Oh, I'm gonna keep it quick. And this don't movie listen wasn't to him. That great. The movie is two and a half stars in my letterbox, and it's called The Stranger in Our Bed. Ooh. So this is, I think, a UK movie, and it's one of those. It could be a to be original, but it's on Amazon. It's a new movie, and it's about this dumb white girl who's married to this rich, rich, rich man, and uh, he, she's trying to leave him. So she tried to leave him, and she had this, this, this relationship with another man, a better looking man, and she was gonna leave her man for him but then when she does so the husband's like you can't leave me i did everything for you i you know bought you all this she's like well money doesn't buy me love and then she go back to him (laughs) and she tries to go back to the other man and guess what this man is missing so the whole movie is like what happened to this guy and then she tries to look into it's like a mystery and Basically, it's very straight to the point. I want to spoil it, but basically, there's supposed to be this so-called twist that you'll know from the first 10 minutes. But, um, uh, want me to spoil it? Go for it. Got it. All right, so the husband (laughs) did it the whole time. He hired this man to fall in love with her to see if the bitch would cheat or she want to be with him. So he hired him and killed him. And then every time that she would get close to people, he would kill them too. And just to keep her with him. Because right when she found out he was missing, he pulled up in his little car and, um, I mean, the movie's kind of stupid, but I, I, I guess they call themselves being clever with the, it would be in the husband the whole time. But, you know, he is in control of everything. His whole family's weird. He killed his own mother. What the He's, He killed his mother. He choked the bitch to death. And then she <laughs> fell down like, oh, I can't breathe and all this stuff. And then, the, and then, yeah, they said he backed up. It was like, oh, she just fell. And then they said, call 911. And, you know, it's all, it's very that. And then um, they had the final showdown at the end. And it starts off with hand, a hand coming out of a grave and then a shovel with her and it's raining and she like you know whips but then we don't see what happens to the very end of the movie but it starts off with that with the hand coming out of the grave what the hell yeah like evil dead or like uh well because they because the guy tried to kill the woman yeah and guess what she pregnant like like, <laughs> like you know she a pregnant woman and uh yes She's about to have a baby. What if it was the other guy's baby? Double and homicide. The other twist is the other man that she fell in love with was getting paid good money to do this to fuck her. He language started. I'm sorry, <laughs> freak her. <laughs> so he actually fell in love with her. And the Consuela that used to work at their butlers or whatever at the end of the movie came to find out it's very Lifetime Disney. She walked into a room and there was a golden light. The man wasn't dead. (laughs) Yes. And they got to live happily ever after and a movie. Two and a half stars. Never watched again. Cool. You saved us an hour and a half. So thank you. (laughs) See? Service is what we provide (laughs) on this show. Thank you, Terrell. Stranger in our bed. Stranger in our bed. How'd you watch that? It's on Amazon Prime. You can find it in your local Amazon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your neighborhood friendly Amazon. Yeah, missed that one. (laughs) All right, RJ. 
bring us home. All right. I got Daddy-o. two. We'll be quick here. Um, uh, again, I had the privilege and honor of hanging out with Terrell all weekend on his birthday, which is uh, very important hey. because normally you do some extravagant thing. But last year we went I to know. Vegas. We did. We turned that all the way this up. This year you got sick and got stuck with me. So I hope you, I hope you had some fun. <laughs> we had a weekend of vampires and werewolves. Mm-hmm. We did a double feature featuring vampires. That's a light spoiler. Honestly, I just now realized that. But I guess if you were paying attention at all during the trailer, yeah, it's not a spoiler. It's either cannibals or vampires. So yeah. yeah, it's vampires. So if you're hoping for cannibals, sorry. In the trailer, everything is at night. So by virtue of that, you have to assume vampires. And again, we are t- actually you don't. Well, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So we went to the theater and uh, we watched The Invitation, which uh, IMDb says is about a young woman is courted and swept off her feet, only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot. The hell? A gothic conspiracy? <laughs> who are, remember, who? we're talking about if this is a gothic movie. Remember, Oksana? Yeah. Do you it, remember this? Yeah. It totally is a gothic horror story, which uh, to some people might make you think dark. it's just boring. <laughs> Because it's atmospheric, we're in a mansion, it's usually we're dealing with like a class warfare, like poverty and rich. Uh, that's what we're doing here. Although this movie is a little bit of a mashup of, um, what did we say? It's like Get Out and maybe Ready or Not. Yep, put those two together, that's your movie. Except Ready or Not is fun. Like, love it or hate it, that movie moves. Like and there's a lot going on. We have a, a house with a bunch of secret doors and mystery and weapons. We don't have that here. This actually is a little bit... Um, Ready or not meets Twilight, then mixed with Get Out, as this is a very uh, romantical reimagining of what a vampire is. And um, I don't know. I, I we saw this in D box. We did. I know. I kind of knew that this movie was going to be a lame duck, but I'm like, dude, they have D box seats. What the fuck's going to happen? Like they pull Nothing. out a chair at a dining table. And that's table. what happened. The clock ticked, the chair moved. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yep. The, the, Remember uh, that? Or the wind? Or what about uh the camera is like panning across a bridge? Yep. And every time it passes a pillar, the chair rumbled. Yep. We're like, okay, we're really stretching it here. We were laughing. I was having a good time. Mm-hmm. I was turning Oksana's seat up and down. She got very mad at me. Uh huh. Yeah. Why were you getting mad? The movie wasn't rumbling. You, I was trying to help out. Because you were getting annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're bored, you're bored with the movie, so you started messing with uh, my yeah, chair. Oh, yeah, he was bored. You didn't like that girl, <laughs> that, that lead in that movie, the gorgeous lead. I did. She was amazing. What's her name? Do you know off the top of your head? I don't know her name. Uh, Natalie Emmanuel. She was great. And she played Evie. That vampire. Emmanuel? Emmanuel. <laughs> uh, she, um, every time they said Evie, I kept thinking of Drag Race, too. Evie Oddly. Oddly mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, this movie is about a, um, waitress she works at like high-end art gallery type things and she's, she's walking single? around she's got a um she is single in the movie Hell yeah. she's walking around handing out hors d'oeuvres and all the rich people are just now rude here's, as fuck. here's the thing rude so if i was working this gallery and people are paying attention to a lecture i wouldn't walk up to them and just be like excuse me would you like an hors d'oeuvre why not it's her job <laughs> because they're, they're listening that. here's the thing i would walk around i would smile and like if they want one they just can like grab that. it but i wouldn't tap on them russell you don't have hors d'oeuvre vibes Dave. yeah you don't i know i've waited <laughs> many a table i could turn it on i could show up and be the life of the party i could be the host with the most yeah but you have to find something with a collar on it i uh oh i know they they made me wear a collar you know? shirt there 
A TJ uh, Fridays is what I'm talking about. You know, a shoe that doesn't look like you're about to storm the beaches of Normandy. I did have boots on because you need them and non-slip. I wasn't going to take a tumble there. <laughs> Cruise for shoes. <laughs> Cruise for shoes. Still wear them. Great shoes. Buy the boots, $100. Dude, three years I think I'm on them. And you won't fall in a puddle. Yeah. Anyway, she, I feel like she was a little in you the wrong. Look like a serial killer. She was not killer. in the wrong. She was doing her job. She's getting paid. I'd, you know, it was really the director's fault because I knew what they were going for, and she's got a hard job. It's thankless. So you know, she's fucking with these rich people. They're rude. They're rude as fuck. I, I hated felt it. like it was a give and a take. Anyway, they show her in the back, and uh, she's there with their friend. Mm-hmm. They're having a good time. This is very important. When the customers can't see you, this is where you start swearing, talking shit. Well, she stole a grab bag because these high-end events, they give you a bunch of free shit that's usually kind of expensive. And she was like, there's wine in this one. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, awesome. What she didn't tell her was that there was like a 23andMe or an Ancestry.com test. So she was like, hey, fuck it, I'll do it. Turns out she has a cousin in the UK who is loaded and very white. Now... I mentioned the very white thing because our uh, our lead is, I'm guessing she's black. She's mixed, yeah. This is very important nowadays. You need to know these things. What's interesting here is that I was talking to Terrell about this earlier, is that when you get like urban horror movies, mm-hmm. uh, there's a different kind of culture we're dealing with. If you're like a uh, middle-class white person, you've turned your back on anything spiritual. Your instinct has faded, and uh, you don't really see threats at all. And you kind of just uh, live in a bubble where you think everything can be okay. Now, if we're dealing with like Get Out or Nope or like Jordan Peele or even the people under the stairs, we're dealing with a cast that is kind of in conflict with the horror film because they're not just going to go into the haunted house. Yeah. They know better. They're like, I've seen shit. My cousin got shot last week. I'm not going to fuck around with a monster. So this movie spends about 15 minutes of her friend just telling her, what are you stupid? You're going to get catfished. Yep. She told her all that. You're going to get killed. Mm -hmm. You don't have a white cousin from the UK. What is this? A fairy tale. She's just constantly. So we, we have to do it. And eventually she decides, through a little bit of exposition that she's got no family and she's like, you know, I really would like support like, or people to talk to. So she meets him. The dude, uh, he has a shady vibes all over the place. Mm-hmm. He, he's got, a uh, Patrick Bateman vibes. He has red flags all over the place. And he's loaded. And he's like, you know what? Our cousin's getting married. You should come. Everybody's excited to meet you. So, uh, we jump across the pond. Uh, we land. It's a giant, giant mansion mm-hmm. and um what happens she bumps into the wait staff drops a bunch of dishware and instantly is like oh i'm sorry what's your name like i hope you don't get in trouble and the girl looks at her like oh my god you're mm-hmm. talking to me yeah and from this moment on we start class warfare sprinkled in with vampires who grow their nails out so when you say mansion we're talking about like the classical we're talking like 38 million dollars no but i mean like not, not i'm talking about like archi- architecturally uh this is not what we would consider modern architecture. I think it it, it felt pretty modern it to me. Very modern. The interior yeah, wasn't modern. The inside was the interior had a it like very baroque gothic. vibe going. Okay. But the exterior looked very modern. It okay. didn't look like they were on a castle on a cliff or anything. Okay. And uh we're introduced to the head of the household who uh since you know this is a vampire movie, you know it's him. In the daytime. Yep. And it's like, okay, so and when I was young and I watched the lost boys and I watched fright night, I decided I hated vampire movies because they always have a line of dialogue where they're like, you were reading too many fairy tales. Vampires are really, and then they rewrite the lore. Yeah. Uh, we watched two movies that did that, that back to yeah, back. But fright night's awesome. Yeah. Fright night is incredible. And I also love lost boys. This movie, not so much. <gasps> I had a good time though. 
the D box was hilarious because like I mentioned, their nails could grow because that's a vampire power now. Yeah. And your seat would rumble. Yeah. That's fun. I was like, what are we doing? But um, I don't know. Everybody's pretty in this movie. The house. Yeah, they cool. were. Everyone. Uh there's like a couple of dinner scenes that are beautiful. It looks like there was a ton of money. And it also looked like they wanted nudity and like real violence. But it's PG thirteen. But it's PG thirteen. Girl, they Aww. cut away. Yeah, it's, it's very not. Nice. And there's even a line of dialogue in this movie where a character tells our protagonist, "You can only kill them with fire, a stake, or a beheading." Yep. So instantly, as a horror fan, I was yep. like, oh, "We're going to get all of that." Yeah, we, we got, got two, two of them. Three. Yep. yep. Not a single head was cut off. You can't cut a head in th- PG thirteen land. And they threatened it all the time. She's like, I can't wait to cut your head off. Yeah, it's a bitch. <laughs> and when she got those little two things, I thought she was gonna wrap around the neck and. Pull. She had like a grope. Yeah, there you go. Like per- piano that wire. Was good. Yeah. Nothing. Not a single fucking head got cut off. Now you, you bailed on this movie, Clark. Yeah, I was why? Ho- I was hoping you'd went. You you dodged a bullet. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I dodged a silver bullet. What did from you what think? I've been told. I don't That's either. a werewolf thing. <laughs> that was you. not listed as what would kill them. What would you give it? I think I'm going to give it, it three. You know what? I think I would give it a three too. I, I gave it three. I, I didn't dislike it. Like like Beast, I gave it three, but I remember I forgot about it the next day. Same thing for this one, but I mean, it was just, I don't know. I, I had fun with it though. I like the characters. Only thing is, it's not really like, it's, the whole movie just led up. It's like a romantical thing, like between him making her fall in love with him. Yeah. And then you got to the, the what the big climax, the big twist of the thing. And then they have this big reveal. Some characters changed, <laughs> pun intended. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we get the the final showdown. And then I was like, I was telling Oksana, I was like, oh, I wish Buffy was in this. And she was like, that's what the end was. And if, when you watch it, you'll know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, you'll see. But yeah, it's very. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I. I mean, I'm gonna get it on Blu-ray Tuesday. I yeah. only care about vampires within the Sookie Stackhouse. Universe. Oh, you like True Blood? I was love too. Yeah. True Blood. You do? It got weird on season Sookie. four with the fairies. It got so weird. Every, I I watched every episode of that they, stupid ass show. Yeah, and they killed Tara. She turned to a vampire. Tara, let me tell you something. Tara. Tara needed to go. No, she did not. <laughs> Tara Why? needed to go. Long and I like ago. Lafayette was my favorite. Suki, Suki. Was uh-huh. Tara, Tara the redhead? No, that was no, the black, girl. black girl. Oh, okay. Who was the redhead? I don't oh, her name. Oh, yeah. She played in the Daredevil show. <laughs> oh, really? Uh huh. Now I only remember Jessica. her. There you go. Jessica. Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. It's she's one of those Jessica. characters who in the book uh, died. Uh, immediately, mm. but because of TV, people liked her so much that they yeah. kept her around. And she's yeah. a smoking hot I love that shit. Dude. Well, I mean, that's Harley Quinn. She was never in a comic. She appeared on the yeah, animated My eight-year-old nephew yeah. was asking me about Harley Quinn. Why? Because he was asking about... He, he always wants to know about what movies I'm seeing, and because I can't talk to him about horror movies, I can't talk to him about movies a whole lot. <laughs> um, and it's just this, it's this thing. Um... And I, I was like, well, I saw the new Batman, and he was asking me about it. He's like, well, is Harley Quinn in it? So how do you know about Harley Quinn? She's she going to be in the new Joker, Lady Gaga. Y'all excited? I'd watch that. It's going to no. be a musical. No, they're going to Catwoman that, too. No, they're not. They may. Joker 1 was great. We saw it twice, Russell, in theaters. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And, so uh, what do you think about Catwoman? Uh, they're not uh, doing that. What do you mean? You mean Batgirl? Batgirl. <laughs> That's yeah, it. They cancel, and I want to see that. I'm mad. So, because they're going to put out the Flash and that crazy-ass, weird-ass dude. And, um, Ezra Miller? 
There you go. He got See, a lot of yeah. shit going on. Oh. And like, oh, we'll do it if he apologizes. Okay, a couple days later, what did he do? And he's a psychopath. Yes. I don't want to say that. They I, are a psychopath. I don't even like him as a flash. The Justice League movie was boring. And I didn't like him as I like Grant Gustin from the TV show. Give that shit to him. If they could lose all that money on Batgirl, lose it on the flash. Uh, Russell, that. do you know who Ezra Miller is? He know he don't know. No. He yeah. is the titular Kevin and we need to talk about Kevin. Oh, okay. Weird. And I believe after school, right? Which is another like psychologically yeah. fucked up character. That ought to show you something. That the man has played two school shooters. He's weird. Or the person. I think he's non-binary. They are by not non-binary. I learned that this morning as well. Tim Dillon? Yep. Yep. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so I did hear a uh again, I can't confirm this, but I heard that the whole bat girl thing. Might have been a tax fraud scheme. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah it's always something. Well, they were saying that uh, if they use it as a tax write-off, it'll be locked up and they can never make it. So it kind of looks like it might be so they, from the intent just being a write-off. Because they knew it stunk. I mean, Uwe Bull did produce it. And you know his... No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uwe Bull did like in the name of the king. Okay. You remember? Or Alone in the Dark. Okay. Or House of the Dead. I've seen those. Those were all movies made to do a tax write-off in Germany. Oh, I didn't know He that. made a ton of money. So why did they cancel my Batgirl? I don't know. Maybe a tax write-off? You just said they that. already spent no. 90 mil on it, too, why? which is wild. I, there's but articles. But they, they put all that time into that movie. Yeah. And the cameos and all the money. Watch the watch a, Batgirl. Watch the producers. That's a, uh, is that a show? It's a play that turned movie that is about the similar... A similar mm. idea. Mel Brooks. So Mel they Brooks. just waste their time with these actors and characters. Just, well, but why? Well, that's stupid. Yeah. And you get fans excited. I think, uh, I don't know if they knew they were going to get that excited. Um, Actually, I don't well, know. They really I think weren't. People didn't like one. I think they got canceled. They're like, oh, I wanted to see this. Exactly. I think they're like sharks who smell blood in the water. Yeah. And they're like, oh, here's something I yeah. can complain about. Kevin Roller. Anyway, um, the Invitation 3, I think we agree. I there. gave it a three out of five. Uh, we'll let it box. I'm, we're, never, we're never going to rewatch this movie. Yeah. All right. Now we did watch one more uh, on our vampire double feature. We came home through on shutter and we watched and uh, I guess a micro budget film that they had put out called. So VAM now. So VAM 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 VAM. It's a queer vampire film. Uh, It's the first movie I've ever watched that opened up with a trigger warning. Okay. It did. Oh, you took a picture of it. I did. And I'm going to try and pull it up right now. Now, we did watch that one. What was it, Randy? Vacation? The one that had the... uh, Holiday. Holiday. The one that had... We saw that in theaters together. That one opened up with a disclaimer. Yeah, it did. But the rape wasn't even that bad. Uh, I think it was because it was oral. No, I mean, it was bad. Loop that. <laughs> no, but it, it, no, because I feel like I've seen worse, bad, more, oh shit, effective rates. I know. Well, I think it was just because it was oral and people aren't oh, used to seeing that. Oh, they're not used that. to having dicks in their mouths. Well, you remember, um, <laughs> you, uh, two people walked out after? They did. After. Again, not before. I know, they stayed to watch it. They, they came stayed to watch it. to see some fucking. And then they bounced. And they left. <laughs> I, I remember that. I was like, you really yep. just sat here to watch that and left. And then we we talked about it, and Randy got so excited to watch it. Oh, he, he couldn't did? find it anywhere. I believe he watched it on iTunes, and they had cut it. They may have, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure we can find it on the dark web. Either that, yeah, or it was so built up that I don't... It didn't have a... Yes, he's same big of effect. Exactly. It wasn't even that. I think you would remember. We had a great moment after we went to a bar, and I was like, you know, people were a little upset about the rape. And then I was like, well, does it change anything that it was directed by a female? 
And in that moment, it did. So, you know, these things do matter sometimes. And with Sovam, Mm -hmm. which I'm looking at, shockingly, is only an hour and 13 minutes. Felt longer. Oh, it felt hella long. Felt longer. Uh, This movie opens, and the first thing that pops on screen says, trigger warning. Yep. All caps underlined. The following film contains scenes that some viewers may find disturbing, including depictions of bullying, scenes of homophobic violence, and the use of queerphobic slurs. Content also includes a brief reference to sexual assault, racial violence, and instances of strong language and violence. Violence appears a little bit too much on there. It makes the writer in me kind of cringe. But I, you know what? There's this movement right now where I've seen a lot of people on social media that are like, if you just call a movie woke and remove it, don't talk to me because you're ignorant and dumb. And I just want to say, when people say woke, it's shorthand. It's kind of like Ty West when he would complain about people saying uh, slow burn. And it's usually, that's it, shorthand, done. Oh, it's a slow burn. Let's move on. Woke, it kind of the same thing. What people are articulating there is that the movie is, it's got a agenda or a singular view, and there's no nuance, we don't really explore anything. That kind of bothers me, too. I like to leave with questions. This movie, with that trigger warning, I instantly knew what we were into. Yeah. And I think it helped the film for me. You think so? So Vamp is a micro-budget. Because it contextualized. I just knew what I was getting into. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I get it. And then we open up with what might be the gayest man ever on screen. Uh-huh. Who is beaten up by everybody in this town? Everyone, girls, <laughs> boys. Hates Ezra Miller. Oh, oh shit! Cool. So uh, our boy, who uh, what's his even name? the nerds were beating him up. Hell Dude, yeah! So they it, were. The, the movie opens with some people outside of a bar. They just jump him. They just beat him up for no reason because he, he's got a little bit of hair dye in there. Yeah, that's he's it. That's it. And the best part of this was Terrell was like, "Wait, the girls stomping him too? <laughs> wait, wait, is this is this? The, I was shocked. Is this the prequel to Straight Edge Ninja, the Randy Stat film? Oh my god, it <laughs> might oh be. God. Is I this? Wish. The, uh, hey, let me open it up so you can see our lead. Is this the origin story? So. Uh, this movie is all about this dude who's getting bullied. Now, narratively, I think the trigger warning helped me because it's kind of like this vision of being at the bottom of the the totem pole, the the bottom of the food chain. And this guy just feels so oppressed by everybody. His eyebrows are out of bounds, Dave. He looks very manicured. He looks put together. I I don't like the gauges in the ears. Not a fan of that. I didn't know they did that in the UK either. Oh, really? I thought that was a very big You told thing. me I'd look good with gauges in my ears. That was the most offensive thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd pull the trigger on it, too. Why? What the fuck? How, how do you think he would look with holes in his lobes? No, no. Don't tell him <laughs> to do that. Don't do that to your face. I would never do that. No, he wouldn't do it. And um, so in this film, again, I think me and Terrell agree. Our favorite part is when he goes to high school and like the mean girls from the movie <laughs> Mean Girls, like just beat him up. They did. The three little. <laughs> There's no nuance. People just fucking just, push him in the locker. Yeah, it was weird. Punch him, kick him. He's got a punchable face. He And he's not the nicest dude either. Mm-mm. Now, I will say. This What's this flock of seagulls hair he's got? I like it. I don't know. He's doing it. It's an elevated butt cut. I also wow. like I like the um, aesthetics of this movie. They're doing that. It's like a Karen lights. cut in humidity. Purple and pink. Yeah, a lot of purple lights. A lot movie. of colored lighting. And unfortunately, one of our vampires likes to wear Ray-Bans all the time. Mm-hmm. And they picked up every goddamn light they were using. You can see it in our glasses. And again, I kind of, I found it endearing. Now, 
because this movie was so much like, uh, it felt punk. Like everybody fucking hates me. So I hate them too. And then I turn into a vampire and now I can kill them. And it delivered. There were on-screen kills. There was gore. Have you ever thought of vampires being punk before this film? Yeah. I think there's a, there's a pretty healthy filmography of that. I think, um, uh, Jim Jarmusch, he did it. What a brilliant! Oh my god, they 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 were very punk. They sat around listening to records for two hours. No, and <laughs> you know this is a a world that I don't occupy. Yet I found myself um, on the same page with them. I was I was into it. Like I, I it's kind of a bummer. I hope nobody really feels like that. Yeah. Where they walk everywhere they go, awful. they just feel like people hate them. Yeah. Except here's one thing: his dad was kind of cool with them. Mm-hmm. His dad was like a total, like kind of stocky dude with like a beard, and he was kind of mean to him. But it, he wasn't mean in like an out of bounds way. He was just a concerned dad. Yeah, and he knew he was gay. Yeah, he's like, I know you're gay, and I know you have a boyfriend because you've been walking around smiling. Yeah, he said and, that. Yeah, and he was like, man, I just want you to be happy. And I was like, whoa, I'm shocked. Yeah, I thought he was going to call his friends over and they're going to beat his ass in the front <laughs> room or something. But then he said, just don't tell your brother. And I'm like, what the fuck? I I hope that dynamic doesn't happen in families where parents are hiding a sexuality from like siblings. Oh, the siblings. But uh, I don't know, man. I kind of fuck with this movie. I um I love the indie heart, and you know what it kept reminding me of, which is a film I fucking hated, was a uh, dead hooker in a trunk. See, I never seen that. Keep it that way. Yeah. The Saska Twins like, first I movie. I don't really yeah. like this movie. I know you didn't. I didn't at all. I like this one more than The Invitation. Whoa. Are yeah. you serious? I get this one and a half on Letterboxd. This movie was stupid as hell. One but, and a half? Oh my period. God, these are your people. This is so, I don't give a fuck. The movie was boring as fuck. <laughs> and it was stupid. And that stupid vampire girl and random ass shit. And that girl. Uh, no, I didn't like it. Dude, I, um, it was that's... dumb. She was supposed to be a drag queen or a trans woman, I think. But she didn't look. And I liked. That was supposed to be drags, and they're barely in it. Yeah, uh, one of the vampires was a bearded drag queen, mm-hmm. I think. And um, what do you think about the bearded drag queen? Mm-hmm. Lazy. There's room for everybody. <laughs> okay, that was the most politician. After I know, I've, I've never heard ever. that side of you. I, so. oh, I liked it. I know, but, but here's the thing. And again, <laughs> now me, Oksana, and Terrell all experienced this. Nobody said anything, mm-hmm. but there was a line of dialogue where they referred to they. Except there weren't a group of people in this room, and we were all confused narratively. Yeah. And then at the same time, we all went, oh, that dude's probably non-binary. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Do that. Do you remember that? It was the weirdest said, moment. Oh, they we're all like, wait, what? They're like, oh. The pronoun thing actually got in the way narratively, mm-hmm. where we all had the delay, and we're like, oh. I'm t- it's just, yeah, man. It's going to take some time because language is language. Yeah, it, it was tricky. I don't know. I do you like this more than The Invitation? Dude, I did. I thought wow. The Invitation was just kind of boring, and there was a lot of money in The Invitation. Well, I mean, there was not a lot of money in this one. I know, but they fucking did it. <laughs> they didn't, I mean, we just I did didn't the... R- I didn't RSVP, brother. <laughs> so we just did the 48-hour film fest, There was not right? a lot of money in that either at all. No, but I mean, just think of like, the effort it takes. Oh, I know. And these people, they that pulled it off. I don't know. I, I fuck with this movie. Oksana, where do you stand on the invitation and so Vam? We need a female perspective. Uh... I mean, I feel like I need to rewatch Sovam because we talked over so much of it. We did. It had a budget of twelve thousand dollars too. Oh, wow. congratulations! Oh, well, shutter. they did good for with that. No, yeah, for sure. Twelve grand. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I'd rewatch the invitation. So I guess that 
Why would Damn. I? I mean, <laughs> Russ, would you have put this at twelve grand or higher? I had fun with it, but I don't think there's any need to rewatch it. Yeah, you know, you're probably gonna forget about it. <laughs> but I've put it at twelve grand. I don't know. It seemed like it was shot on a good camera, so I imagine people aren't getting paid wages, but like the crew, like might have been. Honestly, I think it might have even looked lower. It looked low budget as fuck. What are you talking about? They had yeah. drag. Qu- they had- Drag queens they had to pay though. Well, they did yep. have set design too. Like one of the locations was in a comic book store, so I imagine they probably had to pay for that. Yeah, I don't know. Twelve grand, man! Congratulations. I, uh, just, I think they just had a lot of meandering. Like they should have cut some of those scenes down. Because but it was already got, hour and thirteen. I know. <laughs> Here's the thing. It like, felt like filler though. Yeah, with a lot yeah, of scenes. yeah. Like uh, we'll just keep this whole three minute song in because. Yeah. Well, just in the world we live in now, where like the LGBTQ genre is becoming more and more mainstream. I just, I like it when it can be for anybody and a uh, knife plus heart, which we have to watch. Seen that it's a, it's fantastic. Just do your movie. Don't get caught up on the, like on gender identity and stuff. Mm. And just let us kind of like experience it with the characters. And I felt, I felt with that trigger warning, I was able to, yeah. I'm like, all right, the we're it's us against the world here. And uh, quite literally, from teachers to fucking mean pretty girls yeah, in the hallway beat, for no reason. He just walked in and they just attacked him. Dude, they beat him up on the playground. <laughs> they <did. It> was <laughs> crazy. They were coming for him. So yeah, I don't know. Vampire weekend, werewolf that was fun. weekend, we a vampire double feature. I did, and you know that's the benefit of watching movies with people. Mm-hmm. Like even when they're boring, like The Invitation. No, it was boring. It was, what, well, so, it was kind of boring. Invitation three star. I did that three, and I get that one one and a half. I would give this one. Or Do you got a guess? But you're get, you're fucking half. ranking is stupid. Oxana? <laughs> you probably gave it three and a half. I yeah, give it four. three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. I'd watch it again. Because I know your rating system's all off. Andy, you want to hang out later and watch So Vam? You don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> you're so Vam. Oh, no. All right. Terrell, thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me yes. for not one, but two episodes. That's right. The Terrell Trotty Week. Oh, wow. It's been a Your long. return... Since, uh, wait, no, we had you back since uh, you guest hosted uh, that time. Yeah, I came back after that. Once. Which is uh, a while ago now. I can't yeah. tell. That was, I last, that was last November. Wow, was that long? I don't yeah. think it was that long. It was, 100%. I was home for Thanksgiving. Okay. That's oh. why we did the whole thing. Alpha Clark, we got it. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Alpha Beta. Uh, Oksana, anything to leave us with? I did have something earlier, and I don't remember what it is. <laughs> yep. That's uh, about... Is this a bit? <laughs> because every week you say that. No, I oh, really... Oh, no. <laughs> well, he hasn't, he hasn't thrown it to me to end in a long time, so I wasn't, I wasn't uh, making mental notes. Oh. <laughs> Russell, don't laugh at her. I'm laughing with her. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at the Overlook Theater. Instagram at The Overlook Theater, Facebook at The Overlook Hour, and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. 
I've been your engineer, Randy Stat. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye. <laughs>